Welcome to Shouting in Place, because sometimes you just need to shout into the void and know nothing will shout back. I'm your friend and your host, Dustin, and today I'm joined by a super awesome individual. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, super awesome individual. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> so my name is Steven Dutzman. I am the founder of EngagedFamilyGaming.com, and we met yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, we met on Twitter. Um, we met through how, you know, some of my other friends, like Trevor, like, because you're yelling on Respawning Fire um to start a damn podcast and so yep. trevor did it i followed suit that podcast isn't around anymore but i'm doing this now so you know yeah you are you and i talk about it on twitter a lot you are part of the podcast family tree i like to mm-hmm. think of myself as like the <laughs> old like you know grandfather and then there's all these <laughs> young folk that have uh, come after me that are making their podcast doing cool stuff and so uh, I have been paying attention. And so thank you for starting a damn podcast. Yes. And you putting that information about Anchor and you putting that energy into the world was really good because I honestly, I love doing this shit. And good. Uh, yeah. And Trevor loves doing it. We, we both have to thank your, uh, I wouldn't say angry words, but powerful words for getting us started. I was forceful. Can we say forceful? I definitely, I think I dad voiced a lot of people. <laughs> I was like, just do it. And you, and you think, did. No, you did definitely. You got your dad voice going. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, and I'm sure there's people listening to this right now that like maybe have an idea. And at the end of the day, you just got to do it. And, you know, it is very possible, especially with podcasting and other content creation to overthink it. And um, no one is going to listen to your first episode. Like, you know what yes. I mean? So you may as well just, just do it and, you know, punch through that discomfort and clear away the cobwebs and like really see if you like it because, it, you know, and mm-hmm. you'll never know unless you sit in front of a microphone like the two of us are doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who knows? You could, you know, talk into the microphone and be like, wow, I hate this. And wouldn't you be <laughs> happy to find out that you hated it before you spent all sorts of money on equipment and like planned some stuff. So I think just everybody just if you if you think you might want to do a podcast, you should just shut up and make a podcast. I feel like I should make a podcast that is called Shut Up and Make a Podcast. <laughs> you you really should. And you should uh I'm not sure if you heard I had Trevor on a couple of weeks. He did a very uh very good rendition of Start a Damn Podcast as well. So All right. All right. Well, good to hear that people are listening to my lessons. Yes. Yes. Um but today we're gonna to be talking about uh stuff that's been helping us kind of relax and de-stress during quarantine um and today i think we're talking about wow like the game wow not the expression wow yeah not the game or not the not the expression or the uh old uh compilation music cds you remember those um that's a that's a deep (laughs) deep deep 90s cut i think um so no you and i have been talking about having me on this show for a while and, mm-hmm. you know, it just it never worked out because we're both super busy human beings. Uh, and I'm so mm-hmm. glad to be on here now. And when you threw out the topic that you wanted to talk about something that I had been doing to relax, the first thing that came to my mind was, listen, I got to talk about how I resubscribed to World of Warcraft because uh, it has been I, I don't want to say a lifesaver. I think that's a bit melodramatic, but it mm-hmm. has certainly helped. And. The reason is that World of Warcraft has given me 
this unending treadmill to-do list. Like there's always something to accomplish or do, albeit small. And that really kind of helps, especially at the end of a day when I need to wind down and maybe I don't feel like I've been quote unquote productive all day. Mm-hmm. You know, at least I can go yeah. in and, you know, earn a couple thousand gold or, you know, level a tune or do something crazy in World of Warcraft and feel like I have done something productive. Yeah, uh, I, I get that, especially like recently, like we all know Animal Crossing came out yep. and that's that's like a bit another big like day to day simulator where it's just yeah. like, you know, you got to shake your trees, you got to, you know, go to some islands, get some bells it's like make sure your turnips are like you know sellable find out if anyone else has sellable turnip prices yeah and just having that to-do list every day and like you said it's really it's really good just to de-stress like okay i'm gonna just sit down it's like okay i have these things to do and once i do those things like you know i'm done yeah the thing that really so we bought animal crossing here uh there's a really excessive picture on our Instagram where I, you know, took a picture of the uh, three copies of animal crossing that I had to get because we had to, you know, across three switches so that we could have different islands for all three kids. And uh, what I really, I started playing animal crossing too. And what really grabbed me was the nook miles quests. The, they're not even quests, but like the nook miles, like challenges or whatever. So like I would come in every day and I would have like this list of five challenges to do, but then every time I finished one, another one would appear. And I found myself like hopping on that treadmill and it was a Friday afternoon. I think like maybe two weeks after animal crossing came out and we were kind of all settling in and there's five of us here that play. And so we were kind of rotating through, Uh, I share an Island with my oldest son. And I just said, you know what? I think, you know what's missing in this treadmill? Axes. And uh, so I, you know, went and installed the Blizzard launcher. And I had played World of Warcraft extensively uh, up until Wrath of the Lich King, which is the second expansion. And I stopped. And, you know, I had thought about coming back, but never really decided to do it. And it just occurred to me, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be stuck at home. And I wanted some comfort food. You know, something that was just going to stick to my ribs, maybe literally since I'm sitting here, <laughs> not moving much, <laughs> and and play. And, um, you know, so I bought three months of game time and thought, you know what, I'm, you know, I'll just play for three months and maybe I'll stop. And honestly, now I, I don't see that I'm going to. In fact, I'm actually going to start a podcast about that with one of my guild mates. Nice. Uh, you know, we're going to get that started in the, within the next couple of weeks. Uh, and, you know, I'm, it's just kind of moved into being a regular part of my life and knowing full well that, you know, occasionally games will come along where I I'll have to stop, but I'm kind of okay with that where I'll just kind of take a little break. And yeah, it's, it has done exactly what I expected it to do. It's comfortable. It's warm. I'm seeing people that I've, you know, Mm -hmm. known for 15 years uh, that I really only ever interacted with in wow. And, you know, it gives me an unending checklist of just shenanigans to do you know and it has been very peaceful and calming that's that's really cool for me i i am doing a similar thing but for me i play almost everything on my switch because i don't have really reliable internet to play anything online as much as i want to spend millions of hours playing destiny right now yeah Um, so i've been doing a checklist in my roguelite games which okay um, some people wouldn't really call those something to de-stress to, but uh, I find them 
really comforting to play just because like I know the nuances of it. Like I've been playing Binding of Isaac. Okay. Uh, and on the Switch version of that, they have a challenge like section where you can play the runs with all these really different and really honestly sometimes really stupid modifiers. But I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna try to knock this out. And sometimes it'll take me 45 minutes, sometimes it'll take me five hours. Um, but having something that I know that I could get into that will sink my time into and I could just play and get into the like the nuances of just like getting into the game, knowing what I need to do or figure out what I need to do um, to get through it. It's, it's kind of, it's comforting just like sitting there and like getting these things done. Like it's in the actual time binding of Isaac is not comforting. It's sometimes really rude and stressful, but actually completing it is actually really fun. So I, I, I get what you mean. It's just I'm using different games. I've never tried WoW, to be completely honest. I would yeah. definitely get into it. But uh, again, internet's always an issue with me. Yeah, I mean, not having internet would certainly hurt it. I think the, the thing about WoW is, and you know, actually, it's funny that we were talking about this because I, I talked about this on the Respawn I Am Fire podcast yesterday that you were watching. So yeah. I apologize. <laughs> You're stuck listening to me talk about it again. But what's really interesting about World of Warcraft is it's that game that is huge and um, it is wildly successful and it it's very likely never going to go away. It's going to be one of those games that, you know, 20 years from now, those servers are going to be on and mm-hmm. um, it is, you know, but it's been around for so long that it's not like exciting and no one really talks about it. Like, you know, there'll be, I'm sure, you know, like on kind of funny games daily to be like, Oh, world of Warcraft shadowlands came out, you PC dorks. And then they'll turn it <laughs> off. Right. Like I, I, and, and that's fine. Right. Like the people yeah. who don't care really don't care, but like that portion of the population that like plays, wow, there's a lot of them where that's like their only game. It's like, that's what they do. It's their hobby. And, um, it, it you know, if you're ever really bored and have yourself with an internet, uh, internet, um, connection that's reliable if you like destiny then Mm -hmm. it's probably worth a shot it plays very differently obviously and you know that but i find you know if you like that kind of repetitive um you know just kind of doing the same things but just Mm -hmm. kind of experiencing them and just kind of being social while you do it if you dig that then yeah wow would probably be fine also you know there's dwarves and stuff and i am a huge dwarf fanboy Dwarves are pretty great. They always got those really majestic beards that everyone yep. strives to. They don't really say they strive towards it, but they really want a dwarf beard. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to go for it, you got to go for it. And, yeah, exactly. you know, big old hammers. And, mm. yeah, it's, you know, who doesn't want to hit a dragon in the head? I mean, exactly. really. Yeah, and so, like like you're saying, that's totally my wheelhouse because that's what roguelites are. Roguelites are just, like, you're doing this, like, the same thing, just a little different every time. Yeah. And... So that that's that's a hundred percent my jam. Yeah. Uh, so I I should really get into it once I get a good setup because I know like I know tons of people personally that play it, and I just yeah. like sit there like should I? Well, well, I mean, in the next you, expansion, they're adding this new thing called the Torghast, which I I don't know what it is in lore. I'm sure there will be quests or whatever. I'll watch a YouTube video on it. I don't really pay much attention, but um, it is 
a repetitive event, like event slash dungeon that has roguelike elements. So every time mm-hmm. you go into it, it's a little bit different. And the idea, the, the new expansion is all about building up your own legendary items that you kind of craft yourself and you go into this Torghast to get the materials. So every time you go in, the monsters are different. The layout is a little bit different. And you know, so you go in there to gather these materials to bring them out to dump them into your magic axe or your magic cape or whatever you're making. Uh, and I think that is going to be so cool. So for folks that like really like those roguelike mm-hmm. elements, which I mm-hmm. do enjoy it, you know, I like dead cells, you know, like I, I enjoy that, uh, you know, the idea so of going, right. I mean, I like that idea of going into something that is going to be familiar, but different, mm-hmm. you know, it plays, I don't want to say it plays like a new game because it doesn't, but you know, being able to go and have a new experience every single time you play, I think that's cool, um, especially since you can still build skill, right? Like, you yeah, know, yeah. you know, it's it's a different experience, but you still know all the things that you learned before. And I, I really dig that. And I think for World of Warcraft specifically, it will work great because, you know, we're going to be applying skills that some of us have been learned for learning for decades, right? you know, or for more than a decade, rather, to apply to this new and kind of ever-changing environment. So I think it's going to be very neat. So um, if you like roguelikes, then I think yeah. that uh, next expansion might, at the very least, uh, you'll be able to watch me stream it because oh, and, and live it with me because we're going to be, uh, I'm sitting in our lab right now and we're working on getting everything all set up. The, the streaming is the one thing that I'm not willing to just shut up and do. I want to make sure I do that right. So That's fair. Um, That's fair. you'll be able to see me do all my stupid stuff during, um, I used to call it uh, daddy downtime, which is late at night. I would come in and stream some World of Warcraft back when they let you just automatically stream it from the client right into Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. Now I'm going to have to like, you know, be like a professional and like use the software, but whatever. <laughs> It's all right. I'm sure you'll have plenty of people watching. I mean, I'll I'll drop in because like, sure. give me an idea of what to do. Absolutely, absolutely, and we'll chat about whatever. So yeah, like how yeah. Crash is a great game, etc. Uh, I mean, I know I saw you. I saw you say that yesterday, and I did not intend specifically to beef with you, but I'm sorry, Crash is not. Um, but it's, it's okay. Each our own. To each our own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is supposed yeah. to be a relaxing podcast, not yeah. a, a, a one v one debate show. <laughs> no, exactly. Not that because I'm not good at debating this period. Um, so, Stephen, for people who are kind of like still on the fence for like playing WoW, what are a couple things that you'd recommend to get into it? Are a couple things that you'd recommend like that are similar that give you kind of the like same same kind of vibe sure. that you get, same like relaxation. Um, so I think if you, if you're on the fence, uh, you can play the first twenty levels for free. So, um, and the reality is, if you don't like the first twenty levels, you won't like anything else. So I think if people are interested, you probably already have the Blizzard client because maybe you're playing Overwatch or you know Call of Duty Warzone on PC or you know Hearthstone or something like that. Um, just just install it and make a tune and run around. Um, leveling from one to 20 takes like two or three hours. So, so the upside is don't overthink what character you play. Just like pick which one you think looks kind of neat and just roll with it. And then know that if you decide, okay, I'm going to sub and play this game, then, you know, look up some, 
you know, you know, tweet at me if you want, you know, at, you know, at S Dutchman, I'm sure it'll be in the show notes. Um, and you know, we can talk about it or look up a YouTube video and, you know, take it seriously then, but for your demo time, just do it. And there are other games that play very fairly similarly, but they all have that same investment. Like you can play final fantasy 14. The demo is free. I just think if you, if you think Warcraft looks like a game you might want to play like aesthetically, um, Mm -hmm. it play all other MMOs play like it because it is the king and has been around forever. So they're all kind of copying its style. If you think that that's the kind of game you might want to play, just download it. It'll download overnight. Um, you know, you know, even on the slowest internet speed, much faster if you have good internet and play it for two or three hours and you'll get to the level cap of the, of the demo. And you can say, you know what, uh, I'm in or I'm out. And if you're in, you can either play that character or level a different one. Um, and yeah, it's that, that's my recommendation. If you think you want to play, there's nothing stopping you except Mm -hmm. bad internet. (laughs) <laughs> that's true i mean i think at the end of the day the whole message is just do it just yeah jump in there and worst case scenario you end up not liking a game but best yeah. case you end up like loving a new game and you have a new hobby that can especially like right now when a lot of us like have to stay at home it could be yeah. a really good thing to just unwind and like you know hunt goblins or dungeons yeah man oh yeah man listen there's all sorts of cool stuff i mean another thing is a lot of folks assume world of warcraft is a is a complete social game um that you know i don't know anybody else that plays quite literally you could play the game and never be in a group with another player um and you can play it like a single player action rpg and enjoy it just as well uh i'm in a guild and you know eventually you'll probably find one that you like maybe you'll quest with somebody that you that you dig on and they'll they'll invite you but like you can play it solo and i know plenty of people who play and they don't join guilds they just play they play till the end of the story content and then they unsubscribe and then they wait two years for the next expansion come back and do it again it's i mean there's plenty of different ways to play the game if you are interested yeah yeah and so Again, just go check it out if you have the time, because a lot of us yeah. do. <laughs> um, yes, yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going to transition. We're going to talk about uh, some other stuff really quick. So we will be right back. Hey, welcome back. Uh, so this segment of the show, we're going to be talking about, um, stuff that not, not necessarily is exactly relaxing, but it's stuff that we just can't ignore because the world is, there's a lot going on right now. Yeah. And so it's a lot. Yeah. I, I really want to like shout out and talk about things that are making the world just a little less shitty. Um, and today we're talking about one that you probably know about. It's called Doctors Without Borders. Um, Doctors Without Borders is a medical organization that go into uh, communities and areas of the country and the world that need medical help the most and not getting it from, you know, their local clinics, local hospitals, because they don't have the funding, they don't have the resources or the space. Um, right now, they're going to a lot of places uh, hit very hard by COVID-19, and they're, they have a huge fund going through. Uh, going through, going on to 
send these people and with the resources to get that, to get masks, to get like correct, accurate help to people that need it the most. Cause right now it's not great. That's, and that's being very like light about it. It's not great right now. And you're so right. I thought, it's not, <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah. It is not great. Yeah. As uh, I'm, I'm a healthcare worker. I'm not exactly like, like one to one. I work in a closed door system, but I help, like take i help facilitate medications for long-term care facilities so i'm seeing the impact of this on a nearly daily basis so i know there's a lot of communities that could use the help right now um so i wanted to put it on myself i'm went through tiltify and i'm actually going to be starting a fundraiser it's a very small goal a hundred dollars um but I wanted to try to raise money for this organization because they're they're doing good. They've been doing this for a long time, and any literally anything helps. A hundred dollars could be like hundreds of masks they could give to people in high risk areas. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I you know what I think you you say it's a small goal, and you know I appreciate that because you know it's it's a hundred dollars. But you you really hit the nail on the head when you talk about that. Even a small amount of money. Like by giving it to these charities like Doctors Without Borders, I mean, you're amplifying that because they have resources and they have power and they have logistics teams. You know, you and I could, you know, if we had $100 to just spend, there's only so much we could do, right? Like we could walk down to Walgreens and, you know, buy what, you know, three, four boxes of masks or something. Um, But they can take it and they can work directly with suppliers. So they, you're, you're, you're doing way better work than just a hundred dollars. So you need to give yourself a little bit of credit for that. Um, and hopefully, you know, folks will, you know, chip in on that. You get to do some and you'll, and you'll be able to do some great work. So I'm, you know, I'm certainly proud of you for that. And don't, don't tear, don't tear down your hundred dollar goal. I think you're going to hit it and you're going to do a lot of good work and hopefully save some lives. I, I really hope so. And I've been, I've been thinking about, cause there's a lot of people that are like doing incentives. I don't know what I could really do and incentivize this. If you're a nerd, I could do like some Dungeons and Dragons stuff to like, like, Hey, donate $5 and I'll make you some stuff. I'm working on the logistics of that. But right now, if you donate at least a dollar, like I'm going to be sharing the donation link, give a dollar when I'll shout you out on shouting in place. Cause you know, that's a thing. Um, and also you'll have my eternal love. And I feel that's very important. Uh, Absolutely. It is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, definitely check that out. Um, I'm going to be sharing it again in the description of this. It's going to be shared on Twitter. If you can't donate, that's a hundred percent understandable because of everything going on, but at least like share the link that other people know that this is going on. Um, and even if they don't donate to me, they may look into it and want to, you know, donate themselves or donate under like their organizations or their employers or something like that. Like sharing and getting this knowledge out there anything helps and that's really important right now um but yeah uh we are getting towards the end of the show uh steven if there's um if there's where could people find your work because there is work that you do where could people find all your cool stuff sure so you know i said at the top of the show uh mm-hmm. that i run engagefamilygaming.com that's a website for uh, you know, parents and, you know, uh, caregivers to find great games to play with their kids. We talk about video games, board games, etc. I think the best, the absolute best place to find us is actually on Facebook. Um, and that would be, you know, on our Facebook page. So just search for Engaged Family Gaming and you'll find us. We have a Facebook page. We also have a community. 
uh, we are you know, relatively small, but we are mighty uh, up over 300 people. And uh, it's, you know, parents that are, you know, sharing their excitement about new games and new board games and asking questions. It's a judgment-free, inclusive environment. Um, that is also low key. We're not going to spam you like some of those other animal crossing groups. And, um, <laughs> you know, but you can also find us on Twitter, you know, just look for, uh, at EF gaming, or you can find, you can ask, you can look for me specifically S Dutzman. And I'm, you know, I'm sure we'll throw that in the, in the show notes or, yeah. you know, you, you retweet me every once in a while. And, um, you know, but we, you know, and also I do podcast. So, you know, I do the engaged family gaming podcast, which you can find on all the major uh, podcasting platforms. We've been doing a lot of video game stuff recently because uh, they took away one week of E3 and replaced it with like several months. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, but we do alternate video games and board games there as well. And that one feed will also get you our world of Warcraft podcast, which is coming soon and our tabletop role-playing podcast, which will be coming soon. And it just, it was supposed to be started already, but COVID threw a, a, a wrench in those plans, mm-hmm. et cetera. So you know, we're kind of all over the place, but the best place is to find us on Facebook because that's where most of our audience already is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go definitely go check it out. Like, honestly, it's all really cool content. And if you're like, if you have like younger family members that you do want to play games with, definitely like there's endless recommendations that they have mm-hmm. there. Um, yeah, that is what we do. Uh, again, thank you so much for coming on, Stephen. This was, I feel, a very good conversation. Hopefully, more people jump on the the WoW train. <laughs> Absolutely, man. There's plenty of people already playing. You may as well yeah. hop in with the hop in with us. The water is fine, albeit very, uh, very like Northern European right now. But whatever, <laughs> you know, that's the theme. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> All right. Well. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Hey, Dustin again. So, a uh, quick thing. I uh, just wanted to throw out a little bit more things before we actually end the episode. Uh, because I started talking about the fundraiser I'm doing via Tiltify. Um, so that's going to be going up. Uh, you'll be able to see all the links in the description and all that. I'm tweeting on Twitter. But also to help fundraise, there's actually a couple shirts that I designed. Um, these shirts um, are going to be um, from Ink to the People. Well, that's the website, Ink to the People. I put a couple designs on there um, just to. You can get them in a couple different colors of shirts. You can get them on masks because, of course, you need to be you know safe and protective while also having... A design that I think is actually pretty cool. I made both of these myself. Well, via online website. I don't have the actual artistic skill to actually draw everything on there. But I put everything together. Like, my artistic skills aren't great. But my putting stuff together skills. Moving on. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. You can check them out there. I tried to make them fairly reasonable while still being able to raise money. Because everything I get from the profits of this is what's going to be raising towards um, the goal. Doctors Without Borders. So they're $20. I think the masks are $22 just because they may be more expensive to make, which is weird because, you know, smaller material. But so anyways, so um, they're going to be on there. I'll post them on there. And like I said, everything that I get from the profit is going to go towards Doctors, Doctors Without Borders. Also not professional because I have to re-record this part. I mean, I'm professional. Um, 
So it's going through there. Um, I didn't say this in the episode, but the campaign for this ends on the 31st um, of July, July 31st. So everything that we raised towards then, I'm going to be giving to Doctors Without Borders at the end. And you can also just get some, you know, cool shirts and a mask to protect yourself. Because uh, I'm trying to be safe. We're trying to take care of yourselves and each other. Uh, but yeah. Um, one last thing. Uh, Steven has isn't you know has an actual family so he he can't exactly scream and wake up his family i don't have anyone that to worry about like keeping up because they're already up and all that stuff so uh i'm going ahead and we're going to shout out to the void it's just gonna be me this time but if you want please do join i always say it's cathartic if you have a jar pillow um i don't know a hat your favorite pair of shorts as long as you're not wearing them that would be really hard. Uh, yeah, join me. It's going to be on one, two, three, then we're going to scream, okay? <clears throat> Scooching just a little bit away so I don't blow your ears out. One, two, three. <clears throat> Excuse me. But yeah. Hope you're all having a good week. Again, if you don't need anything, you have my eternal love and respect. And all the money is going towards something really good. Uh, this is the actual end of the episode. So take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And we'll see you next time.